0: Hello, my name is Hannah-Claire, I'm one of the Young Greens co-chairs and you are listening to the Young Greens podcast. Today we're talking about all things bees, from learning about why they're in decline to talking about what we can do to save them. We've got an introduction from our new members of the exec committee and a bee-themed tree in Creative Corner. So let's get the buzz and we're talking to Professor Dave Goulson.
1: My name's Dave Goulson, I'm Professor of Biology at the University of Sussex and for the last 25 years or so I've been studying bees, mainly bumblebees and our wild bees.
0: Let's start with something simple. What's something people may not know about bees?
1: So you might be surprised to know that there are actually 20,000 different species of bee in the world Um, and they're all important, they're all out there pollinating our crops and our wildflowers and so on. Um, And worryingly, many of them are disappearing.
0: The decline in the bee population is something that's been worrying us as the Young Greens too. So we asked, in the simplest terms, what is it that's causing the decline?
1: Basically, there aren't many flowers in the modern world. We've destroyed most of their habitat and we've made farmland pretty inhospitable for bees and other wildlife. There aren't many flowers, we use lots and lots of pesticides in modern industrial farming. Um, But it's not all doom and gloom. Um, There's lots of things we can do to help. And uh, actually Brexit presents an amazing opportunity to make things better for bees and for wildlife because we're no longer tied to the cap. So for years and years and years we've been heavily subsidising industrial farming and only a very small proportion of farming subsidies has gone to help the environment and wildlife. But now we have the chance, if we want to take it, to do something radically different to support more sustainable farming approaches, small-scale farmers, uh, the ones that really need our help and the ones that are delivering biodiversity, so organic farmers, uh, smallholders, people growing local food for local consumption uh, and doing it in a a sustainable way. Um, Things like agroforestry and permaculture and so on, which are really wonderful ways of supporting wildlife and at the same time producing lots of food. So, time to completely rethink our farming policy, I think.
0: Thanks, Dave. Uh, We're really thankful to have you on our podcast and it was really interesting stuff hearing what you had to say. And if you want to find out more about the bees and why they're in decline, then Dave has written a number of great books about them, including his most recent, which was published uh, just this year. And no pun intended, uh, you can go to hive.co.uk to purchase those from your local independent bookseller. Now, as Dave said, Brexit does present an opportunity to us to change some of our laws that are humming the bees, but it does also present a threat to us. And that's the fact that a lot of our environmental protections were previously set by the European Union. Um, An example of this, and a be relevant example, was in 2013, the European Commission put a ban on neonicotinoid pesticides. And two years later, in 2015, our government relaxed it. And there's a real chance that if we aren't keeping a check on the government and on the Conservative Party in particular, that perhaps we won't uh, have these protections in place. Now, Michael Gove has promised that he's going to keep these bans. Uh, I'm not convinced. And actually, a few weeks ago, a Conservative MEP, Julie Gerling, was fighting in the European Parliament to make sure that these bans were taken away. So with this in mind, we are really fighting as the Young Greens to keep this issue at the top of the agenda and to make sure that people are even aware of it. So to talk about one of the things that we're doing and one of the things that you can do is our campaigns officer, Ben.
2: Hi, everybody. It's Ben, the campaigns officer from EC. I just wanted to announce our new and exciting campaign grant, which we're launching alongside the Save the Bees campaign. We want to give five young green groups £500 worth of funding, as well as one-to-one support and guidance to take a lead on the Save the Bees campaign. If your group wants to be involved, all you need to do is fill in the application form which has been emailed out to you and get it back to us by the 23rd of July. If you've got any questions, please be in touch. My email is ben at younggreens.org.uk.
0: Thanks, Ben. I really can't wait to read all of the applications from the groups who are looking to campaign for us. So please do get those applications in, as Ben said by the deadline. But of course, not everyone's near a local Young Greens group. And not everyone has the capacity to work in that way. But there are still some simple things that you can do as a young green to help save the bees. So here are my five top tips. And I'd love to hear any tips that you have too. Please get in touch with us and we'll feature them in a future podcast. So starting off with the first one. If you're lucky like me and you have a garden then go ahead and plant some bee friendly plants. Uh, examples include wildflowers and lavender and there's a really great resource on the friends of the earth website and giving you some bee friendly plants that you can plant but also a lot of shops will um, write that the plants are bee friendly on the seed packets so have a look for those i know wilkinsons do my second tip if you don't have a garden Why not do a little bit of guerrilla gardening and plant some seed bombs in your local area? Or maybe there's a community garden nearby where you can go and make sure that some of the plants that are there are bee-friendly. Because as Professor Goldson said, with the loss of habitat, it's really important that we're building up those areas. And moving on from that to our third tip, and that's one of the main elements of our campaign, which is lobbying your local council. So while it may look nice for local councils to cart all the grass... Um, it's actually more bee-friendly for them to leave them up. Um, so whether you could get them to designate one area as a bee area, or if you could get them to, you know, maybe leave it a little bit before they cut the grass in the summer. Um, and just really actively lobby your local council. My thought tip is just to talk to people about the bee decline. I've had a lot of success in talking to people about why I'm so passionate about saving the bees and really getting them on board. And, you know, many voices are better than one. So get talking get writing blogs, get telling people, Facebook stases, however you want to get it out, that the bees are in decline and we need to do something about it. And just one last tip from me, if you're not vegan then why don't you go and explore your local beekeepers association and see if any of the beekeepers in your area are selling honey that you could buy to um, help them with uh, raising money to keep their bees. Have a look online, find your local beekeepers association and get in touch. What we're trying to say is that the decline in the bee population is political and there's lots of things that we can do to help save the bees from declining further. So now we're going to move on to something a little bit different and we've got two introductions from new members of the Young Greens Executive Committee.
2: So Ed, over to you. Hi, I'm Ed Fraser and I'm delighted to be joining the Young Greens Executive Committee for the next few months working on our internal communications and training. This is a new role within the Young Greens, so what is it? So I want to um, convene and support the election subcommittee to empower more Young Greens to stand in by-elections, local elections and be prepared for a SNAP general election later this year. Um, I want to improve the navigation and accessibility of our online platforms such as our website um, to enable more members to get involved with the Young Greens activities. I want to make it simpler for members to access subcommittees, campaigns and local groups that are relevant to them. I want to support the Young Greens' existing training activities such as 30 Under 30 um, and help create and develop resources uh, from these activities which are then open and reproducible for all of our members. And I want to work with the National Party to develop our internal communications and our training um, and to share best practice between us and the National Party. So a little bit about me, I'm very new to the Young Greens, I rejoined the party back in 2016 following the EU referendum result and I've become active within the Lambeth Green Party in South London. Uh, in the snap election I worked on the campaign for Gourna Hasnain uh, who was our candidate for the seat of Vauxhall. And outside of the Green Party I work in Camden in North London for a company making online courses for millions of people around the world. And before that I worked in comms and social media for a students union. I'm really excited to get started and want to meet Young Greens across Wales and England. So if you want to have a chat, please email me on ed at younggreens.org.uk or tweet me at egwfraser. Thanks, and I'll let you get back to enjoying the podcast.
3: Hello, my name is Rhiannon and I was recently co-opted onto the Young Greens Executive Committee as the new Equality and Diversity Officer. I'm currently based in Birmingham, but hopefully moving to Gloucestershire in the autumn. And I'll be starting a PGC to teach secondary school French in September. I've been involved with the Young Greens before. I was on EC last year as one of the regional Senate co-chairs. And I've also been on some Young Greens subcommittees in the past. I'm looking forward to getting actively involved with the Young Greens again. And I hope I can use the next few months to support all our liberation groups. And to help the Young Greens organisations and structures become more representative of our diverse membership and more accessible to our marginalised groups and individuals. If you have any questions or suggestions about anything equality and diversity related, please feel free to email me at riannon at younggreens.org.uk. I hope to meet lots of you at Young Greens events over the next few months
0: thank you both. I'm really excited to have you on the executive committee. And one of the things Rhiannon mentioned was subcommittees. And that's how I first met Rhiannon and the events subcommittee a few years ago. And all of our subcommittees are open for places. And you can find out more about them by going to younggreensorguk slash volunteer. So finally, to close off this week's episode of the podcast, we're moving over to Creative Corner. And here's Georgia reading a poem by Caroline Duffy. The Bees by Caroline Duffy.
3: Here are my bees, brazen, blurs on paper, besotted, buzzwords dancing their flawless, airy maps. Been deep, my poet bees, in the parts of flowers, in daffodil, thistle, rose, even the golden lotus, so glide, gilded, glad, golden, thus wise, and know of us, how your scent pervades my shadowed, busy heart, and honey is
0: art thank you to all the contributors to today's podcast and as always if you'd like to send us something in please do so by emailing cochairs at younggreens.org.uk. don't forget to share like and subscribe and we'll see you next time